Welcome to Fluent and Bravo. I'm your host and Bravo superfan, Angela Carlson. Join me every week to recap various shows from the Bravoverse and deep dives into pop culture and entertainment news. Now let's get to it. Hello, hello, and welcome to Fluent and Bravo. Today we are going to be recapping season one, episode two of Real Housewives of Orange County called Is It Hunting Season Yet? Now, if you want to watch along with me, I am watching these on Peacock. I pay the $5.99 prescription subscription fee um, for the streaming service. But that is what I'm watching it on if you want to watch along with me. In last week's episode, we got to meet all the wives. We met Kimberly. We met Joe, Vicky, Gina, and Lori. So let's get to this episode. The Peacock description is simply Shane Hunt's Rabbits. Peacock, if you want to hire me to not only recap these episodes, because I will, um, but if you just want to hire me to write the descriptions of these episodes that are actually accurate, this is the laziest. It's like someone watched the first 30 seconds of the episode and was like, okay, this is what the episode's about. I, I, I'll work and I'm pretty cheap. So let's get to it, Peacock. Just a standing offer out there. We open this episode with Vicky complaining to the camera about how they have a rabbit problem and it keeps eating up all of her flowers. Gina then explains that they had a coyote problem um, and the coyotes ate the rabbits. And now that the coyote problem is under control, the rabbits are also getting out of control. Um, Then Joe and Slade, they're showing their yard. Slade is, of course, pointing out to Joe because, you know, she's only 24 and she's an idiot. How all of their grass and flowers are getting eaten up by the bunnies. It then cuts to Shane going through an arsenal of guns. And uh, he starts explaining that the word has got around that he is the Coto de Casa's Elmer Butt. So him and his friend are going through these guns, right? So then you get Gina, who's like, hey, be careful, you know, make sure they're pointed at the ground. Here's the thing. I've taken gun safety courses. Um, it, I grew up around guns. Yes, it's guns are good. Guns need to be, you need to have an education about them. You need to have respect for them because they are a tool that obviously can, um, yeah, do some damage. So you want to be extremely, extremely careful around them. They're not something to fool around with. They're not something to play with. Anyway, so it's just jarring to see these guys like joking and laughing and just, I mean, literally, they're just like handling these guns, pointing them every which way direction. And Gina's like, hey, you know, make sure he's like, yeah, I know I've taken a safety class, mom. And she's like, well, what about your friend? And he's like, oh, he's Australian. He know, he, I was like, oh, my gosh. Having experience around guns and seeing how they're handling the guns is very, very jarring. Like they're, they're not being careful about where they're aiming them and handling them. And it's just very, um, I don't know, the joking around around it is, is kind of crazy. But anyway, let's just move past that. Um, Shane and his friend are then headed to go over to Vicky's house where they are now hunting the rabbits. But of course, they find nothing over there. They, you know, the rabbits are fast and they're, of course, they're moving fast and they're like, no, you're not going to shoot me today, buddy. Next up, I I just, I hate this storyline of the rabbits. It is, I hate it. So from 
you know, since I'm going to be recapping all the housewife shows, I'm going to just say number one on my list so far is this stupid rabbit hunting storyline. That's the dumbest storyline so far in Real Housewives history at this point, even though we're only the second episode in. I don't like this storyline. Next up, we are with Slade and Joe. And Slade is in his biking outfit um, that's just so loud, but he will definitely not get hit by a car because you can see him from miles away. So they show him biking. And of course, he's in another confessional because Slade is a housewife, too. And he starts bragging about how what a great biker he was and how many championships he went to. And then it cuts to the biggest jump scare so far in this season. Again, again, we're just in episode two. He's in he has one of those like eye, <laughs> eye mask things that you put like in the freezer and then you put it on your face to help with like swollen eyes. And he's doing like some sort of karate jitsu moves shirtless and then he's doing crunches in his underwear and it's just like what is this i'm zoning out at this point i feel traumatized i'm in a fetal position in the corner i don't want to see this man anymore i'm over slade smiley at this point as i'm sure most of you are as well this is a psa that it is okay to humble your children slade's parents never told him he was annoying They never said, please be quiet. They never said, you know, it's okay if someone else is better at something than you. None of those things were ever told to Slate Smiley. Um, Hey, you know, maybe you should stop. Just stop. I don't even think he ever heard the word stop. Um, You know, women are people too. I also don't think he heard that as as a child growing up. This is just a fair warning to parents that it's okay to humble your kids. Yes, Do we love our children? Yes. Do we think they're the greatest thing in the world? Yes. But should our children ever, ever at 36 years old be bragging to a camera about how amazing they are and what a catch they are and how how lucky anyone would be to have them and to be in a face mask in your underwear, doing crunches on the floor, doing karate moves? Wow. Just wow, it's okay to humble your kids. They show Joe coming down the kitchen and say they're talking about their day. And then Joe calls Kimberly to play tennis. Okay. Oh my God. Back to Gina. (laughs) We meet their family friend named Uncle Richie. I don't think it's okay to have anyone that is not blood related to you. And even some uncles that are blood related to you hanging out with your kids that much without you present. I get vibes from Uncle Richie. I don't like Uncle Richie. I'm not saying Uncle Richie's doing anything inappropriate. But I personally, I don't have daughters. I have sons. All I know is I wouldn't want a family friend that is a decade or so older than my children hanging out with my underage kids by themselves. Like, no, no, Uncle Richie, bye-bye, bye-bye. Um, okay, next we go back to Vicky's house. Brianna and her friends are going on a cruise with the moms. Brianna is excited that the drinking age is 18, so she gets to have some coronas and live it up. Um, and so they talk about that. Then we are back to Lori. Again, it's like 30 seconds with each of these housewives. It's like, can we please slow down the pace just a little bit? 
Um, we were back to Lori, uh, <laughs> just fast and furious, back to Lori. Lori is holding down the fort at Vicky's office now that Vicky is in um, Mexico on this cruise. And now it looks like Ashley is working there too. So, you know, you got Lori, you got Ashley in the office. Ashley, just the presence of her annoys me. I, Vicky, you know, Vicky gets a bad rap now, especially, but I, I do think that the woman has a heart of gold. I mean, she took Lori in, now she's taking Ashley in. And, you know, she's flying in her kid's biological father so he can see that. I mean, the woman so far, you know, Joe's my favorite housewife so far, but Vicky's probably a close second. Uh, now we're back to the cruise. Vicky having fun. They're showing personal videos of her. She's having a blast with the other moms and their daughters. Um, and then we see Don and Michael are holding down the fort. They're eating cereal. It's They're being very quiet. And then it just obviously shows like how crazy Vicky's being and what fun they're having and how loud they're being. And then Don and Michael are just like, how's it going? Good. And having some cereal for breakfast. Okay, so now we're back to Lori. She's at the office holding down the fort still. And then she gets a call from her son's school, Josh. And we know that he has had issues ever since her um, ever since her divorce and issues with drugs and just getting in trouble in general. And so she gets a call from her son's school and the principal's office and the police are indeed involved from Lori's tagline. This is where we get that sound bite, sound bite of, are the police involved? Um, so she is, of course, panicking and she needs to get to Josh's school immediately. Now we cut to Scott and Kimberly. They are car shopping. They're going to look at a Lexus or an Expedition. Honestly, I zoned out at this part. I don't know anything about cars. Um, I know that they are cool and they take you from point A to point B. But car shopping, oh, as I'm yawning, car shopping is like mm, just so boring to me. Even in real life, it's boring to me. The salesman that's taking them around at this first place is so slimy and so gross, which of course, Kimberly does mention. She's like, hey, we plan on spending money here, but the salesman, we just could not get over it. So they actually go to a different place and it looks I don't know if they purchased a car. They might that might have been a cliffhanger. Not sure. Uh, anyway, they're getting a new car. Blah blah blah. Boring. No, thank you. Show me the houses. Show me the drama. I don't want to see people buying a car. Back to Joe. Slade is meeting now. Again, we're showing Joe, but it's really all about Slade. So they're showing Slade, and this I hate watching cringy stuff, but this is a little cringy. But it also seems set up, so it's not too bad. Slade is meeting someone named Brent for a potential business outing again, kind of. I, I still don't know exactly what Slade does for a living. I probably should pay better attention. It's something with the mortgage industry. Um, but he's meeting s someone named Brent. I will say, okay, I got to give Slade one compliment here. He's in pink. He's in a pink dress shirt. Men do look amazing in pink. They really, and, and Slade does look good here. I'll give him, I'll give him that. As douchey as his personality is, I'm going to give him one compliment this podcast and then I'm done. He looks good in pink. If I met him at a bar and he was like, hey, and I didn't know who he was and he offered to buy me a drink, I'd say yes, please, because I love free drinks. But I would also say that guy looks actually really good in pink. So I will give him that one compliment, guys, and then I'm done. Okay. This Brent guy seems like a total douche. He's in a very ill-fitted suit, which this is what I don't understand. If you are wealthy, if you have any sort of money and you invest in a suit, please 
get it fitted for your body. If you're already investing that much in a suit, get it get it fitted to you. It makes no sense. So this Brent, like this suit is hanging off of him. Anyway, so that's all I could think about. But he takes a call, like Slade's trying to, to sell him sell him something, uh, mortgagee, I don't know. And this Brent's like interrupting him mid-call, mid-sentence. He's chugging Red Bull, which I appreciate. I'm like, I, I haven't, I've, it's been, I mean, a man in an ill-fitted suit chugging Red Bull is a sight to be seen. Next up, Gina is rolling meat. Yes, she is rolling meat. And Uncle Richie is there, <laughs> Uncle Richie, um, and they're preparing to go to Mexico. Okay, and that's all That's all we get from Gina's scene is Uncle Richie's there being a creeper, allegedly. I shouldn't, I, I need to be careful what I say on here, <laughs> even though there's probably only like 10 people that are going to listen to this podcast. Uh, Uncle Richie allegedly gives me the creeps. Back to Lori. Josh is now in juvenile hall due to an incident at school. Lori is explaining it to her seven-year-old Sophia, and Lori opens up about her toxic marriage and how her kids saw way more than they should, which is actually really, really, like, it's giving me chills now just talking about it because she doesn't quite say what happened in their home, but obviously fighting. Um, I do not know if it was physical, but it sounds like it was definitely at least verbal, and that is just abuse is abuse is abuse, and that's really, really sad that her kids um, witnessed that, so... Very sad. Um, Josh then tells the camera in one of his things that he started drinking in seventh grade. Lori's like, I tried counseling, drug rehab center, everything. And just just this poor kid. I'm pulling for Josh. You know, I think all of us that are watching this season are pulling for Josh. And it's obviously, you know, he's obviously an adult now and all of that. Um, And as I recap these episodes, too, I will try to give updates on people as they sort of leave the show. Lori's storyline is definitely very riveting. It's very raw. It's very real, real life stuff. Um, So I do appreciate her honesty because I'm sure there is a lot of struggle. And as laid back as she is, again, so glad this woman has chill because how she deals with her stress is phenomenal. Lori then takes the camera to the juvenile hall. Um, She's in there for two hours and she comes back out to Sophie and gives her a hug from Josh. It looks like there's a guy there with Sophie to watch her because I always, as a parent, I'm always like, who's watching the child? (laughs) That's what I always notice on reality TV shows. I also notice it on movies too. I'm like, you had a kid five seconds ago. Where'd the kid go? Um, so she bring we we meet him later on in the series. Her friend, I think his name is Steve. So Steve is there sitting in the car with Sophie. So she's not alone because she is only seven. So as long as it's not Uncle Richie in the car with her, I, I'm good. So Uncle Richie. Oh. Then we're back to Vicky. And guess where she's at, guys? She's working. She's working in her office. She then moves to the kitchen and her caliente sign. I'm sorry, that is the only thing I notice in her house, in her Tuscan style kitchen is, you know, I'm going to eventually have a realtor listen to these episodes and go, girl, that's not Tuscan style. Like, but I think everything that looks like that is Tuscan style. So I apologize if I'm wrong, but that's what it looks like to me. But she has her caliente sign. So that's all I notice. It's huge. It's ginormous, um, but it's where they're cooking. So she has a heart to heart about Michael's grades and getting a job. Um, again, love Vicky. She, I think she's just a great mom um, that cares so much about her kids. And then we have Don, who is currently out of work, but he's going for an interview. Joe is up next. Oh. And of course, who is with Joe but Slate Smiley? And he is rightfully so. He's bitching to Joe about what a dick Brent was. But I'm kind of like, dude, was he a dick or were you just looking in the mirror for the first time? Because 
Yeah, it's just crazy. Lori is back with her friend Lorelai or Laura Lee at the bar talking about dating after divorce. Um, Laura Lee or Lorelai is telling her to lower her standards. A true best friend right there. Lower your standards. Lori, you, Lori, you just need to lower your standards. <laughs> Lori's like, I am not lowering my standards. And basically she's saying, no, I don't mean like personality. I just mean like looks wise. And then they're just having, you know, your typical when you go out with your best friend and you have one too many drinks and they're telling each other how much they love each other. And they're so glad that they are getting through this difficult time together. I'm assuming her friend Lorelei or Lorelai is also going through a divorce or separation or something because she also seems very like single, ready to mingle. Next up, Gina and the kids and Uncle Richie. So Matt's not even with them. Just Gina and the kids and Uncle Richie are now in Mexico. Matt isn't with them. Um, Colton and Shane go go-karting. And then it turns into like a competition. So clearly brother versus brother, even though Colton is like five years younger than Shane. But they're seeing who can go around the lap the fastest. Um, yeah. They're big on uh, tough love in the family, according to Shane, which I can see. It's definitely all about competition. Who's the best at sports? Who's the best at this? Who's the best at that? Exhausting. Exhausting. Um, but they do all seem to, I will say the siblings all seem to really love each other and they seem to be bonded that way. So that's, that's sweet. Again, way too many kids though. I don't want to see all these kids scenes. We are now with Joe and Kimberly to play tennis. Joe gets a whole new outfit. Um, we are greeted by, I, I did not write down the guy's name, but he seemed like he was the golf shop owner at the country club. You could just tell he loved the cameras. He loved them. And he's like, I'm going to get so much business from this. This is amazing. Then Kimberly makes fun of Joe because Joe has a racket, but it still has the plastic on the grip. And then the guy also makes fun of Joe's racket because he goes, this is a junior racket. This isn't. She's like, well, my fiance got it for me. Well, you could tell that the shop owner wanted to say her fiance is an idiot, but I don't think he did. But Slate, Slate, Slate isn't exactly the smartest, uh, the smartest dude around either. And yeah. Yeah. So Joe is definitely going through her Stepford wife's complete transformation at this point with Kimberly. And then they start playing tennis. So basically, Joe calls Kimberly old in about 18 different ways. She's like, wow, she looks so good for her age. She shows she's so fit for her age. She's so agile for her age. Wow, for her age, when I'm when I'm old, I want to be like Kimberly. It's like, wow, Joe, can you call her old any more times? That would be great. And but she does compliment her boobies. Now we're back to Mexico with Gina. Uncle Richie and Shane are out to get drinks with women. And by women, I mean girls. These girls look like they're barely 18 too because that's a drinking age. Some might be 19 or 20. And Shane's right there. And Uncle Richie, I think, is like, he's got to be in, if he's not in his 30s, he's in his late 20s at this point. And he's also hitting on the women. And it is just gross. He's trying to get Shane laid. He's trying to get him laid. I don't like this un Uncle Richie. I don't like him. I think it's absolutely inappropriate that he's hanging out with Shane and these girls. And I think it's absolutely inappropriate that he's hanging out with Kara. And like there was this scene of them in Mexico in this episode where Kara and him are hanging out in the pool by themselves. And don't get me wrong, Kara definitely seems like if Uncle Richie were to be compl any do anything inappropriate with her, she would smack him upside the face. But it's still weird. I don't like this guy. I don't like his vibe. Yuck. And then we get a bunch of uncomfortable dance scenes with grinding because that's what the kids did back in 2005 slash six, whenever this was filmed. Um, I remember grinding in a club. 
it was why. Like I look back now and it's just, I can't believe that was the dance style back then. Is that what people still do now? I haven't been to a nightclub in forever. So is that what people do now? Because God bless them. Um, and then we have a timestamp that says one hour later. Okay, not a timestamp, but we have a one hour later. Uncle Richie and Shane go home alone. Thank you. Thank you. So whoever those girls were, I'm so thankful that y'all just went home and you did not uh, fall victim to Uncle Richie. So thank you for that. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Back to Vicki and Lori. They are headed on a business trip to... Okay, so this... Is it's pronounced New Orleans, right? New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. Um, they say New Orleans. So they're on a business trip there. I do not, I like to pronounce things the right way. So let me know if you're from New Orleans, New Orleans, or is it New Orleans? Maybe it's New Orleans. Oh, anyway, they say New Orleans. So I'll just say New Orleans because that's what these ladies say. And they're there, they're going to go there for a work conference. Um, this Vic, at this point, Vicky basically is saying that she is so over Lori's personal life. She can't take it anymore. It just seems like there's drama. There's she's being inconsistent at work. Um, and then it and then it immediately goes to Lori's confessional that basically says that she is so thankful that Vicky is so understanding of all of her personal life stuff. So they are on completely opposite sides of the uh, of the line there. But I just thought that, that was funny and then that's where we leave off that is episode two is it hunting season yet uh we got the worst storyline in housewives history so far we're only two episodes in taking it back to 2006 which is hunting rabbits we hate that storyline um and i'm just saying we collectively i maybe you guys do like the storyline of shane hunting rabbits i i don't but would like to hear your thoughts anyway yep that's it that's it so we got um episode two whiplash flip phones fried hair galore it's so orange county again super super refreshing though super refreshing just no glam teams no social media awareness it just it's them it's raw thank you so much for listening um join me next week for episode three remember to hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review only five stars four stars only if you say i'm pretty okay thank you so much guys I will catch you next time. Bye.